On April 6, we commemorate St. Eutius, Patriarch of Constantinople, St. Methodius, Equal of the Apostles, Archbishop of Moravia, Enlightener of the Slavs, St. Plantonina of Nisibis, Syria, the 120 Martyrs of Persia, Martyrs Jeremiah and Presbyter Archelius, Venerable Gregory the Byzantine, and monastic martyr Gennadius of Dionysio on Mount Athos. St. Eutius, Archbishop of Constantinople, was born in a village called Divine, in the province of Phrygia. His father Alexander was soldier, and his mother Sinesia was the daughter of the priest Hescius of Augustopolis. St. Eutius received the first rudiments of his education and a Christian upbringing from his grandfather, the priest. Once, while playing a childhood game, the boy wrote his own name with the title of Patriarch. By this, he seemed to predict his future service. He was sent to Constantinople at age 12 for further education. The youth persevered in his study of science and realized that human wisdom is nothing in comparison to the study of divine revelation. Therefore, he decided to dedicate himself to monastic life. St. Eutius withdrew into one of the Messian monasteries and received the angelic schema. For his strict life, he was made Archimandrite of the all Amasian monasteries, and in 552 was appointed to the Patriarchal Throne. When the Fifth Ecumenical Council prepared to assemble during the reign of the Holy Emperor Justinian, 527-565, the Metropolitan of Amasia was ill, and he sent Eutius in his place. At Constantinople, the aged patriarch St. Menas, August 25th, saw St. Eutius and predicted that he would be the next patriarch. After the death of the holy patriarch Menas, the apostle Peter appeared in a vision to the emperor Justinian, and, pointing his hand at Eutius, said, Let him be made your bishop. At the very beginning of his patriarchal service, St. Eutius convened the Fifth Ecumenical Council in 553, at which the fathers condemned the heresies cropping up and anathematized them. However, after several years, a new heresy arose in church, Aftart Odocetism, or Asartodoketai, or Imperishability, which taught that the flesh of Christ, before his death on the cross and resurrection, was imperishable and not capable of suffering. St. Eutius vigorously denounced this heresy, but the Emperor Justinian himself inclined toward it, and churned his wrath upon the saint. By order of the Emperor, soldiers seized the saint in the church, removed his patriarchal vestments, and sent him into exile to an Amasian monastery in 565. The saint bore his banishment with meekness, and lived at the monastery in fasting and prayer, and he worked many miracles and healings. Thus, to his prayer, the wife of a devout man, Androgenes, who had given birth only to dead infants, now gave birth to two sons who lived to maturity. Two deaf mutes received the gift of speech, and two grievously ill children were restored to health. The saint healed a cancerous ulcer on the hand of an artist. The saint also healed another artist, anointing his diseased hand with oil and making over it the sign of the cross. The saint healed not only bodily, but also spiritual afflictions. He banished the devil out of a girl that had kept her from Holy Communion. He expelled the demon from a youth who had fled from a monastery, after which the youth returned to his monastery. He healed a drunken leper who stopped drinking after being cleansed of his leprosy. 
During the Persian invasion of Amasya and its widespread devastation, they distributed grain to the hungry from the monastery granaries on the saint's orders, and by his prayers, the stores of grain at the monastery were not depleted. St. Eutrius received from God the gift of prophecy. He revealed the names of two of Emperor Justinian's successors, Justin 565-578 to and Tiberius 578-582. to After the death of the Holy Patriarch, John Scholastikos, St. Eutrius returned to the cathedral in 577 after his 12-year exile, and he again wisely ruled his flock. Four and a half years after his return to the patriarchal throne in 582, St. Eutrius gathered together all his clergy on Thomas Sunday, blessed them, and peacefully fell asleep in the Lord. St. Methodius, Archbishop of Moravia, died on April 6th in the year 885. His life is found on May 11th, when he is commemorated with St. Cyril, teacher of the Slavs. St. Platonida, or Platonis, was at first a deaconess, but afterwards withdrew into the Nisibis desert where she organized a woman's monastery. The rule of her monastery was distinguished for its strictness. The sisters partook of food only once a day. When they were not praying, they spent their time in monastic labors and various obediences. On Fridays, the day commemorating the sufferings of Christ the Savior on the cross, all work stopped, and the nuns were in church from morning until evening, where between services they read from Holy Scripture and from commentaries on it. St. Platonida was for all the sisters a living example of strict monastic asceticism, meekness, and love for neighbor. Having reached a great old age, St. Platonida died peacefully in the year 308. The holy 120 martyrs suffered under the Persian Emperor Sapor. They were taken into captivity during the reign of the Byzantine Emperor Constantinos, 337-361. They were consigned to the flames after firmly confessing their faith, 344-347. St. Shandulios, commemorated on November 3rd, concealed their relics from desecration by the pagans. Among the holy martyrs were ten virgins who had dedicated themselves to the service of God. The holy martyrs Jeremiah and the priest Archelius, or Alchemius, suffered martyrdom in the 3rd century. St. Gregory the Anologos, commemorated on March 12th, mentions them. St. Gregory the Byzantine was a native of Constantinople and pursued an ascetic life on Mount Athos in the Lavra of St. Athanasius, commemorated on July 5th. He was the spiritual guide of St. Gregory Palamas, commemorated on November 14th.